Hello and welcome wherever you are listening or watching. Uh, we're the Overtones and I'm Jay. I'm Mike. I'm Darren. I'm Mark. Good evening, everyone. Uh, and welcome to those of you that have followed us for uh, many years or many months or many moments. We really appreciate you guys being here. You talk about Midnight Caller, but actually a little bit later on, we have got a caller uh, coming in, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yes. How long are we going to be able to sustain the Midnight Caller vibe? I don't know, but it feels <laughs> sexy. Let's keep doing it. I've enjoyed um, it. I've enjoyed it. So I think we're all in, agreeing, uh, in agreement that a lot of people don't really know what it is and what goes into organising a UK tour. So yeah, it'd be really great for us to talk about that. I just said to, to Mark before, like, oh, it's just, just like a week tomorrow, the tour starts. But like, because we always think like this time, just before a tour, like a week or so before the tour, we always feel like we're not ready. And then all of a sudden, I don't know how it happens, but within a week, everything just all slots into place. And then before you know it, it's the opening night. We hope I, it happens again. Well, I think, to be <laughs> honest, I think it's, it's the, the added energy of having that crowd there. And having that those slight nerves as well, which really kind of adds to the performance. So, yeah, looking forward to Stockport on the seventh. Mm. We'll be all right. As as Jay said as well, uh, a minute ago, we're we're being joined by somebody in a minute, and they said something to us last week uh, that was relevant to the point that you guys just made. So we're going to ask him about that in a minute. Uh, so don't let me forget. I, I'm going to put it out there. I think this is going to be one of our best ever shows, best ever tours. Uh, I feel like we're in a really good place at the minute um, with with what we're doing. We're having a great time on stage, which which is the most important thing for me. Um, and I think that's translating and, you know, a few little tricks up our sleeves, a few, few surprises. I think it's going to be a great show. Yeah, I mean, going back to what you were saying, Jay, about what it takes to put on a tour, I think when we look back to our first tour, obviously we only had one album's worth of material. So it kind of gets easier in a sense, like the more tours you do, because now we've got a back catalogue of like seven albums and along with the surprises as well. It comes with problems though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does because then problems. it's like, well, I mean, how, how much do we argue about what, what songs to include? I mean, I mean, we, we, you know, we're going to talk about the set list in a minute as well. And we're not going to give too much away, but but we're still, we're, we're going on tour in a week and we're still talking about what songs are going to be ab- absolutely final songs in this tour, right? Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what we've... Um... As we're recording this right now, we've just come from Radio 2 with Michael Ball and it really hits home when he started off his chat with us at the fact that, you know, we've already done 11 sellout UK tours in the last 12 years, 13 years. So with that, what goes in at the very beginning? When does it start? When does the decision get made to go, we're going on tour next year, six months? When does that process start for us? Just so we can, you know, give people an inkling and and that planning process, really, because uh, a lot of people maybe might not know that we're kind of completely independent after 13, 14 years. We run everything. We run our own teams. We manage everything. So actually, it's a fairly unique situation, our setup, right? You have to be organised, don't you? I mean, it's it's fair to say that it starts with a promoter, right? Yeah, but it starts, timeline-wise, it starts a year before or even more than that sometimes, right? But I think in this situation, it's definitely started last year. Us saying that we wanted to get back on the road at Christmas. It felt right, didn't it? Mm-hmm. It will be four years, like we keep saying, away from from our Christmas tour, which is which is what we're kind of known for. We, we, we start people's Christmases. We're known for being on the road at Christmas and I know people have missed it. So, so have we. Uh, COVID obviously had an effect on that and then for reasons around around that, it was just hard to get back into the venues because there's there's been 
so many people wanting to get in there and, and the availability has been really hard. Just going on from that quickly, everyone that says, oh, why aren't you coming here? Why aren't you coming there? Like, we can only apologize. We can only go where there's availability. There's 27 dates and we're trying to go as many places as we can. Um, but yeah, we, we definitely made the decision last year. And like you were saying, you get a promoter on board. Mm. You try and work out where there's availability. And then you start thinking about the actual show and, and, and how you want to build it. Yeah, I suppose. That, yeah, exactly. Building a team as well, because it's not just the promoter, is it? Because you've got to think about all the elements, you know, obviously the choreography, but then the music, the set, the design, the marketing. So it's, I mean, on the face of it, people think they're just going out on their own, but there's so many people involved in that decision and what that show is going to entail. There's, 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 a, there's a, an enormous amount of work. And, and, and I, you know, I know that, Jay, you've, you've been quite, instrumental in the in the kind of management and organization of the tour and and the production side of things and and management of people and and it, you know everything down to routing and, and buses and trucks and hotels and all this kind of stuff and and you know uh, we've learned over the years how to how to do it i guess but we've also you know we're always learning all the time i mean uh, you know what one of the one of the first major challenges is, is is as Darren kind of touched on is the routing. It's ridiculously hard mm. to do a tour routing because you know you've got to look at you got it all the way down, and I say all the way down like it's like the most simple uh, you know trivial thing, but it's not all the way down to the drivers of like the tour bus, the sleeper bus that we all basically live on for a couple of months, and the truck. It, they've got to do a specific amount of hours. And then, so, you you know, you, you, you go, okay, right, we're in Newcastle on this day, and then the next day we're in Sheffield or wherever. Okay, they, that's going to take X amount of hours, but that driver's been sat in that seat now for X amount of hours. They need that amount of time off. Every few days they need 24 hours off, and it's all that. So as well as all that, juggling all that, then you've got to juggle all the venues and their availabilities. It's a ridiculous you, amount to are juggle. Are you about to tell us the word? We're driving the bus. <laughs> We're taking interest. Well, also specifically after um, COVID, because the world has sort of turned upside down for obvious exactly, reasons. Yeah. But equally, within those two years, that there were so many people that couldn't tour, and you know, it, and, and in fairness, people with huge profiles and lots of different things that had organised tours maybe two years in advance. So then, you know, last year it was kind of like, well, we couldn't get on the road. And just picking up on what you said there, Daz, like I think last year was the, you know, that we were able to get out and do some Christmas shows, corporate shows. It just blew my mind the amount of people that came to those Christmas sh shows and went, oh, I'm so gutted you're not touring this year. You're, you're, you know, the, the tour is the official start to Christmas for us, which actually, and it wasn't just one, there was probably around seven, eight people that said that exact thing. So that's why there's a tagline, isn't there, lads? Mm. Which is, you know, the Good Times Tour, your official start of Christmas. Is so it, it's really cool. Is it going to, I'm putting it out there, is it going to feel early singing Christmas songs? I mean, this oh, is we've spoken about this yeah. length, on right? November the 7th. 7th. Yeah. Like, boys, yeah. we've just come from... Radio 2, Michael Hall Show. And what did he do? He played our Christmas song. I know. Song. They broke so their rules. They, the biggest radio station in Europe broke their own rules to play our, to, to give us a, a, a world exclusive first play okay. of Christmas Every Day. Okay, you convinced me. On October 29th. It's <laughs> unprecedented. I'm going to Christmas big hat. to Radio 2. Come on, Radio yeah. 2. Yeah, Steve Softly, you're a legend. That, that, that is awesome. November 7th. Okay, I've got a Christmas hat on. Um, just thinking, um, a lot of the tour, the planning, it kind of one of the important things is after the routing, you need you need the artwork because you can't put it on sale yeah, without the artwork. Right. So we plan a photo shoot, and 
and being the kind of organized boys that we are, thanks to Jay as well, um, we have a photo shoot and out of that photo shoot, we want as much as we can so we get shots for potential single covers, EP, album, tour. Um, and it's just funny to have like a, a tour poster without a show and you're like, this is on sale now, the yeah. Christmas, good time show, but there's no show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Until we get creating the show. But it's, it's great because kind of sometimes it's 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 great because we have creative conversations with other bands and other acts as well and producers as well and say, what comes first? Is it the artwork? Is it the music? And it's weird because I feel like we've done it in different ways every single time. And... Yeah, this time, like, thanks to Joseph Sinclair, who's our photographer. He's, out, he's a regular photographer for us because he smashes it out of the parks, shoots for GQ, everybody, Disney, and he really kills it for us. Mm-hmm. And I think this time around, we did loads of shots uh, for a kind of new look in many we ways. We had a really specific idea of what we wanted this time, didn't we? Yeah, and again, he crushed it out of the park and we were like, oh, that looks... It's good times, you know, that's good times. And in many ways, along with the conversations that we had had, the kind of look started to dictate the name as well. And it was kind of like, wow, we're back on the road. We're going to have good times. It's been a crazy few years. Maybe this is, it's about time people had good times back again. Mm. Um, So it's weird how that happens, isn't it? It's like music. Is it the artwork? Yeah, Yeah, it's interesting. I think, yeah, with that, because, because obviously we're always talking about new music as well. Because the tour and new music kind of go hand in hand, whether it's you know recording a new album, which you know is forthcoming. But for now, we're, we're thinking, focusing on tour, and we always like to give people surprises on tour. So it's like, what tracks are we going to add into the show to make it extra special? Mm-hmm. Um, giving away no secrets. Well, I can tell, I can tell you now the first song, and I can tell you the last song. I'm still a little bit. Well, yeah, it's it's fair to say that we're we're bringing back some old classics that maybe we've, we're dusting off that we haven't done for a while. Don't say anything because we've yeah. got uh, we're going to do an episode okay. specific to well, setlist. So let's talk about, but you know, going on from what does saying about like the teams and and Mike, we've got the artwork, we've got the Joseph Sinclair, but one thing that we need crucially are these and what we call uh, and it steps out the side of music into sort of business but those partners those crucial people Wait, so 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 this so we've got the we've got the venues we got got we, the artwork we've got the venues got the artwork you, it's just building a team isn't it now it we is want to promote it well, marketing it, team. but in many ways that promoter really helps us yep. route that tour as well because yep. a lot of the time we kind of you know engaged in separate conversations about where we want to go, right? Where we want to go and do. And then it's kind of like, well, actually, such and such has got there. They can't get there. But that promoter, and this time, we're actually working with a new promoter. We've got to give a little shout out to Prestige. First time we're working with them and they've been really, really fantastic in helping us root, um, in just getting behind us, really, lads, Mm -hmm. in supporting in lots of different means, chameleon in, you know, the marketing aspect of stuff. So much goes into it, doesn't it? So much. I mean, you'll be able to obviously verify this, there's meetings every single week, isn't yeah, there? Yeah. I tell you literally from when you decide to tour to when you're on stage, meetings every week. You know, yeah. and, and I think every element of our team and our wider team uh, for touring, they, you know, they've all got their pressures, right? They've mm-hmm. all got their targets. They've all got things that they need to achieve during the run-up to the tour. So, you know, you mentioned Chameleon, the marketing team within Prestige. And, you know, that. Every, every week we have meetings with them and every week they're 
telling us their strategies for the next step, what they've what they've done, what they're doing, what their their goals are, and everything. And it's it's a lot of pressure, right? We mm. you know the four of us feel often that we've got a lot of pressure on our shoulders. We're the we're the front line of this 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 huge machine that we've got behind us. But equally, you know, like everyone's got their 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 goals and their 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 tasks, and it and it it's it's, it's tough and it's hard because again. Every every element of of the promotion for the tour has to be there. Needs to be like fresh ideas. Mm. There needs to be you know different different ways to get the 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 overtones name and the name of the tour out there and everything else. You know, and you know we appreciate in in a in a huge way every bit of graft that our team are doing for us. Right. Yeah, I was going to say like when you touched on the creative thing, like. One of the processes I really love is from the moment we announce the tour, like you say, we need to think of different creative ways mm. to advertise it. And, you know, a good example of that is recently, like, Uh-oh. doing that Santa Claus um, yeah. promo. Fun, right? It was so much fun. Uh, you know, obviously that was an idea that we came up with and then alongside Prestige and Chameleon, like, how are we going to market that? You know, how Shout are we going to get that Binky out to all the theatres? Shout out to Binky. But, yeah, I mean, that is a really enjoyable side of you know, promoting the tour and getting the tour together before he goes on the road. Something else that, that you actually been in charge of this time, well, actually you always are, um, was the merch as well, right? Just yeah. thinking about being creative and using the pictures from the shoot and we've been sorting out the merch, literally signed off last week, right? Yeah. And we I go mean, on tour next week. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, it's always like a bit last minute. Yeah, merch merch. always is, isn't it? Yeah, I think, yeah, basically us whittling down what, what images that we want to use for, you know, the T-shirts and the program. That's the process. So it takes a bit of time. So uh, it's always close to the wire. We've got a uh, beautiful Kate that uh, designs all our merch amazingly. And then Peter, who um, gets it all produced. But um, I will say we've kind of honed it down now. To, streamlined yeah, it, yeah, over these years, we've we've realized what people want and, you know, from our merchandise, whether it be T-shirts, uh, this year we're at, can I say what we're adding? Yeah, absolutely. So we're adding a calendar <laughs> into the mix Gee. this year. Uh, That'll be on Sharon's kitchen wall. You know it. And being that it's sort of our first Christmas tour in four years, it just felt felt really apt to have mm-hmm. a calendar this year. So, are you all going to have it on your own kitchen walls? Be honest, one hundred percent. Because every room. Because some of the pictures. Let me tell you, March. Uh-oh. Who's March? Is, Who's March? Oh, mate, please. Who's March? You need to check it. I'm not even going to tell you. You just need to check it out. All I'm I, saying... I, it's going to be March all year round. I'm going to let you into a secret. I messaged Smart the other day and he's quite stressed because he's sorting out the March. He's sorting out uh, March. Sorting March. March. They do call me Mitchy March. Sorting out the months and, and, and the pictures and we're all like, oh, what about this? And I said to him, please tell me me and you are on May for both our birthdays. No, are you no. doing this now to me? You're doing no, this. No, it's <laughs> just, not. I'll, I'll just say that we're starting the year the, the way we mean to go on with January. That's all I'm saying. Uh-oh. Oh, well, oh, well, that's well said. But is our birthdays in there? No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, oh. Mitchie Mark. Mitchie right, Mark. Get Peter on the phone. Uh, okay, so we've got the merch done. Uh, boys, I just want to say, so from a, an overtone show, how would you say we go about making sure that it, it, it's got everything in it that we want from a... Uh, dance point of view, uh, singing point of view, the personality, the the laugh moments. Like how do we it, how do we kind of configure all that? Well, it's really it, I, I I from from my take on it, it kind of it all starts with the idea of and and this is really letting people behind the curtain because actually one of the things that we wanted to do with the Good Times podcast is to kind of let you in and let you know because a lot of people go. Well, 
there's misconceptions about tourists. Oh, you got to do this. You could do that. You come here. Why aren't you coming here? Yeah. So again, a lot of this is about letting you guys behind the curtain. But um, it does start with that that budget and that predicted idea about what you can do with the resources that you've got available to you. Again, a lot of that comes from backing from our partners and what we can do and how many tickets you're going to sell in order to do these different types of stuff, but also um, from the idea of bringing sponsors on board as well. And this time around, we've got Fabulous Bingo uh, from Fabulous Magazine, who have been fantastic as well in supporting us. And they're going to be providing loads of gifts and fun, really cool things. So that's really cool. Can you but, give us an... It's absolutely, absolutely fabulous. <laughs> absolutely fabulous. Um, but then you've got this then element of a budget where we can then go, let's rip that apart and spend all of it on the production. <laughs> because I think, uh, and when I join the group, there is that real... It's not a pressure, but I think it's a pressure that we put on ourselves to make sure that we're living up to the year before. Yeah. And we set our sorry, I, but we set our, our bar quite high on day one. So I think like you say, I think it's just keeping that bar where it is or raising the bar even. And making it and making it and and again I can say this because I'm new even though it's four years in, but like it really struck me that you know, in joining the group that it's really thought about that the experience of the people that come to the shows, it is like, wow, this feels great. This is the escapism that we want to create for people. We want to create for ourselves. And I think that's really stand up and that's really, really cool. But that budget, everything goes. Yeah. And, and so, talk, so talking about the budget, and again, this is probably something that is very behind the curtain. But yeah. It's, worth right, while, it's worthwhile talking to you guys about this because... For those of you that have, uh, have been coming to Overtone shows for hopefully many years, um, it, you've seen a level of production and you've seen what we have on stage and whether that's staircases or we've got uh, big platforms and things like that. Uh, and in, in past years, we've had a band. Mm-hmm. Now, the band is, they're, they're great friends of ours. They're incredible musicians. Um, but, you know, the world, as, as Jay said, has changed quite considerably since COVID and cost of living crisis and, and various awful things that are going on around the world that affect how much everything costs, right? So in, it, it, last summer we went on tour, our first tour um, after um, the, the, the lockdowns and everything else, and we did a more slimline tour albeit the level of production we felt was was great and it was up there with anything we've ever done before um where we didn't have a band um and that was there were so many reasons for that um but ultimately ultimately it comes down to money it ultimately comes yeah, down to money absolutely. right um so this year we again we've decided that we're we're actually not going to go on the road with a band albeit the tracks that we use are live tracks. So, you know, we're able to evolve and adapt the tracks into into huge live numbers that give you the best experience uh, watching or uh, attending one of our shows. Um, But, and, and again, to delve a little bit deeper again, just to give you a little bit more insight into that, everything is, is, is so much more expensive now in the, even down to, wages down to hotels down to food trucks everything Mm. what the moment we have a band we need another bus the moment we have a band we need uh, more hotels everything else it it doesn't just add like a few quid onto the budget that we're we're literally as jay said literally tearing apart 
to put this production on to the highest level possible, it adds tens and tens Mm. and tens of thousands on. So, you know, just to, so you guys know, we still work and strive and give everything we've got to create a level of production that you guys will expect. I'll vouch for that as well. Because again, my, um, and I know the, the, the preconceptions about, the tour and, a, and a, an artist or a group going on tour and like, it must be minted making money, all this sort of stuff. But in joining the group, I was genuinely surprised. It was like, wow, gosh, like you guys, it's the, you tour because we want to tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, you know, there's this thing at Christmas and we get out and we want to create things that then create traction for us for the rest of the mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Granted, corporate shows, all that sort of stuff. But touring is a thing that like, we've kind of, well, you, I was like, God, this is something that we we do and we love to do, and mm. it's not like oh, making fortunes. It is pumped back into the production, which is which is really cool. Equally, it was like, oh, can we not? <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, it is it's genuine. That yeah. interestingly, like uh, Madonna just performed at the end. I know and you find a way. No, she's made Madonna into she, she's made a decision this year not to have a band, right. and you know, maybe that was a creative decision. But I think more and more now, artists. Um, yeah, just changing up the way that they put on tours, mm. whether mm. it be for financial reasons, for creative reasons. Um, and one thing I will say is we were really nervous about that, weren't we? we yeah, were we were. Tour oh, last year, but, yeah. the, you know, the amazing feedback that we had from last year's Tour 10, um, I think put our minds at rest. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, for, for, the, for the people that have been to our shows before, <sighs> they you. know that we give everything. <laughs> I'm sneezing, guys. <laughs> I'm sneezing, guys. Yeah, I'm still here. So, so we've got that that team. Just to, um, so we've got the. Oh, you're not done. <laughs> 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 Carry up, Jay. So, so we got so we got our team and our artwork. You mentioned the video that we did with the Santa yeah. with Santa training us ready for tour, which was class. We've got to give a, a quick shout out to Chris Brooker as well, who's our oh, yeah. who's our cinematographer. Legend. He's our DOP. Which is a director of photography who always kills it for us. Can I just say on the subject of Santa, without giving anything away, you're going to be seeing him all over your TV this Christmas. That's all we can say. Well, I, I give a shout out to Santa Claus himself as well. Yeah, so. Santa. Big up, yeah. Santa. He, it was so nice to actually meet him. It, it was, and he was trying to get us as elves, trying to recruit me and Darren because we're the smallest in the group. Darren's smaller than me. Um, but uh, no, it was really, really cool. So we've got all of our bits there. Um, and then we're going to talk about our set list in another episode because that is one thing itself right and our, our special guest that's another thing itself but equally one of the biggest things outside of the music is the dance oh yeah oh is it time oh yeah you reckon it's, it's time? time I think it's time I Let's think I think we bring a certain somebody in should we speak to Dax let's do yeah, it now let's do it. there he is handsome boy here we go Hey, Daxaruni, how you doing? Daxaruni. Well, I was about to say that the way you all put your headphones on was the most... <laughs> <laughs> that went terribly wrong. <laughs> Didn't even that no. went terribly wrong. Mate, my, I had a bit of a moment there with my headphones thinking, oh, what am I doing? It was like it's I've always put Jay. headphones on it's before. It's always Jay, isn't it? It's um, always Jay. I noticed how slowly Mike put his on because of his hair. He's like, don't yeah. mess the hair some of you yeah. might, Some of you might recognise uh, Dax... Um, the name, if you're listening, and, and, and the face as well, if, if you're watching this. Um, Dax, Dax is a bit of a legend in the game, in, in the music industry, um, choreographer. I remember going to Pineapple years and years ago when I wanted to be a performer, but I just didn't have the confidence and I'd just go there to see what it was all about. And I'd always see you and I was like, 
there's this young kid like teaching, like, who is he? Like, I just, I didn't really understand, but like, yeah, I kind of got to know you through people over the years and, and, uh, and he still looks about 15. You've never aged. Yeah, I, you've never I, aged. I remember the first time I ever saw Dax, it was at a, a, a club in London called the Pig Owl Club where he was performing with in his oh, group, yeah. Lexington Bridge. Oh, you were there? Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't know you were there, Mike. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I was there. Wait, wait, wait. We need to go back further because oh. you can look, you can find this on YouTube, guys. You're just going to love me for saying this. <laughs> Dax was signed to a label in France and he was a bit of a, he was a, bit of a, a heartthrob in France. He had this solo career, signed to a major label and I think he's like he was like the the Justin Bieber before Justin Bieber. Let's say that. <laughs> that just makes so much Mate, sense. Listen, when we leave here, go on YouTube. So Dax, yes, Dax, Dax O'Callaghan, everyone. Dax O'Callaghan. Uh, we've worked with you for many many years now, and I think on our side anyway, we call you a friend. Um, and it's so cool to kind of get back, <laughs> get 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 together with you like uh, once or twice a year, like before before tour, before any any big performance that we do or music video. Um, and it, it kind of just, it feels like home, doesn't it, boys, when we're with Dax? It, yeah, we... it's, very, it's, very, it's very loose, but yeah, Dax does all our choreography. He's our creative director when it comes to the tour. And in fairness, when we enter the rehearsal room, it's a bit like stray sheep. And I'm sure this is <laughs> what it's going to say. Um, uh, but equally, he whips us into shape, gets us focused and gets us really sharp. I hope that's what he's going to say. Well, I need to say, well, like, tour, pre-Dax, right? like we had some choreographers and... Like sometimes they'd do like 10 hour days and Dax was just like, there's just no point because you guys can only focus for two hours. <laughs> should we? Like, should we let like, should like, should like yeah, the guys talk? So Dax, do, do you want to kind of um, tell us about, about when, you know, we first started working together and how, how our relationships kind of evolved and how the, the choreographies kind of changed and evolved over the years and everything else? Yeah, well, as you, as you say, you had other um, choreographers before, and I think it, it switched around for you guys quite quite a bit. Um, as as Darren said, like I kind of loosely knew Darren um, in the industry through. I mean, back then everyone was auditioning for boy bands and stuff. And me and Darren were really close to being in the same band um, at one point. And uh, I remember it, it just came about that uh, one of the, your choreographers was like, "Oh, would you like to?" to go in with the overtones um i think you'd be a good match and i was like yeah absolutely and i think it just fit it fit like a glove because i had done <laughs> it's hard if you haven't been in it but i tell me if i'm articulating this right because i'd been in a group especially a group of guys yes you you know how to manage it as you say there's no point there's no point going 10 to 6 you guys were very much like the group that i'd i i'd been in um, it, everyone was a pure personality. Everyone wanted the best for the group. So the, the the main goal was there. Like everyone wants to work. Like don't don't get it twisted that it sounds like everyone's doing the minimum for, for the, <laughs> the result needed. It's not that everyone wants the best. Everyone's working. It's a little um, bit of that. It's a, it's, <laughs> there's enough coffee break. Right? I mean, the dynamics have changed. I mean, from back then to now, you know, you guys are managing families and kids. There's a there's a lot more variables. But back then, I was like, I know how to almost trick you guys into learning the, the necessities of stuff. We'd always learn the choruses first because I know that they'll get repeated. So by the time you learn the next verse and be like, oh, this is the chorus again. You're like, oh, and you feel like you've learned a lot more. Than- oh, my God, like we're <laughs> properly getting the inside scoop of how you manipulate <laughs> us. No, but I, I, I completely appreciate how he was like, 
boys, you might as well do like a four hour intense session rather than mm. an eight hour session because after a few hours, like one of us will be on our phone, like Mike will be over there drinking water, someone will be over there whistling to themselves. And like we just stop taking it in after a certain mm. amount of time, right? Which is, which is quite normal for artists as well, but it happens with you guys because it's it's quite normal because you have huge personalities. And my job is to make sure that your show is truth. There's no there's no there's no formula, perfect formula to a perfect show. It, it doesn't exist. Otherwise, we'd bottle it and just do it with every artist. Um, every show has to be truth. Um, and I need your personalities to shine as much as possible, which means you feel good about what you're doing as well. Um, it's not a manipulative thing. It's, it's, it's management, isn't it? It's choreography. We create. We create what's best for you guys. We work with you guys. Um, and it's about you guys feeling good. And you guys have such big personalities. You... you you do steam in and then and then once you're gone you're gone but that's that's very normal (laughs) it's really really interesting to me how you know we started off back in the day it was very it's quite traditional almost with the choreography in terms of like mic stands every routine every routine was on a mic stand um and now especially since jay joined the band i feel like we've really evolved and become Mm. this sort of different group in terms of choreography which has really set a tone for like the future and moving forward would you say definitely i think um i think when i took you guys over it was as you say, it was really, um, I won't say structured, but I, I know what you're saying. It was it was quite obvious what you guys w- were about at the beginning and you were sell- still selling your concept as well. Um, so that was fine. And I think one of the tours, it, I think it was you, Darren, that messaged and said, look, we, we I think you were doing more Motown on one of the albums and said, look, we want to go a bit more cooler. Um, but I just got behind that. The thought process behind it was you guys are daring to do more. Like you want to try different stuff. And I kind of get excited being with you guys every year that to try something different. There's a lot of things we do. And even if you don't get it straight away, you see what we're trying to do. And you're like, oh, that'd be quite different. Um, so that's just for the audience as well, because we're meant to give them escapism, give them a good show. Um, and I think you guys somehow, you, like, you land it every time. Yeah, On a two-hour rehearsal, you land it every time. <laughs> just so to can, give you can a behind-the-curtain just... thing. Like, yeah, yeah, you so you we... guys don't know. You don't know. I messaged him the other week. I couldn't get to a rehearsal, basically, for anyone listening or watching. Um, I was moving house, and the moving day just happened to you on this day, and I couldn't make it to rehearsals. So I just said, oh, sorry, I'm not there, but, you know, enjoy enjoy teaching those fools or something like that. And he went, oh, <laughs> he went, Jay will be late. Mike will be there probably half an hour before he switches off. And Mike will just want to go on a coffee break. <laughs> Can I just say, the, the person with the least attention span out of the whole group is this boy right here. Yeah. Yeah. You can't we, hold of his attention for more than we, five seconds. We, we've always got this kind of like funny thing where like we'll go into a rehearsal and within like 15 minutes, me and Darren will lean over to each other and be like, I'm done. <laughs> I, love, Can, I love the last, the, the last rehearsal that we did, which was just last week, <laughs> where Dax was like, I don't know how you do it, <laughs> but somehow at the end of the rehearsals, you manage to nail it and it still puzzles me. <laughs> so, so, so going on from that, because I mentioned it a bit earlier on, I, I want, I, if possible, I want you to kind of delve into that a little bit more. But uh, um, if you can kind of answer that in, in like a general, how, how is it working with us? And like, you know, we're, we're right behind the curtain here. So like, please do like, just, just, be be truthful. You don't need to gloss it up too much. Just just you know, keep it humorous, please. You can gloss it, it, quite, you can gloss quite, it up quite, with me. Um, you can gloss no, up but with you me. know, like like tell us what is like working with us because you know I I know that we can be um, challenging, complicated, <laughs> complicated. <laughs> um, no, like working with you guys is an absolute absolute pleasure. Um, there's 
I think there's there's a change. I can do it the other way around actually to compliment you. It's um, there's a lot of artists you work with now nowadays, not so much back in the day, but now, and you just oh, you just you're aching for them to have some personality. Um, so back in the day, you couldn't get on the radio or release a song or be an artist unless you unless you were different or had something different. Um, now you can't do it unless you're the same um, as everything else on the radio. And I think it's really nice. Like I feel. I feel the overall of why I allow you guys to still be your personalities because I feel like it's my job to protect and nurture your personalities so that comes out on stage. Um, no one will believe it. If I, I mean, you will go for an eight-hour day, but you just wouldn't enjoy it, and it would, it would wear out by the time you got to stage. If you're doing the job, because when the job's not being done, there are we do crack the whip, and it's like, come on, guys. So it's not like, don't make people think you're completely lazy. <laughs> it's not that at all. But it's my job to like nurture your personalities. Your personalities are big, um, and it's hard for me to tell you off when it's jokes that I want to join in with as well. So it's, <laughs> I have noticed that. Yeah. I have noticed How, that. Um, we've just released our new single, uh, Christmas, "Christmas Every Day," and now we're going to be talking about that on another podcast. But in terms of the choreography. It'd be interesting, I think, for people to know how you approach that because it's not—it's a music video; it's not a live performance. So, how does that differ? Would you say? Um, well, I mean, we people probably don't realize you have to do multiple versions of these songs. Yeah. So, you know, when I came to the, we got choreo in the chorus for the music video. Of this um, specifically didn't want mic stands because we had just done that for Gambling Man, um, your last video. Um, so it's always it's always trying to switch it up. But then when it comes to tour, you're going to lose your left hand because um, you've got to hold the mic, yeah. um, which is quite good. you know. And then it's not just taking out the hand. It's when we switch it, and you've all got to switch it at the same time and do it in a way that no one knows you're doing it. So, you know, there's some mechanics behind, but you guys have been doing it for so many years. It's, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's. I don't see, think the rehearsal rooms change that much other than you guys have got families that you're, you're managing. I don't know if people behind the curtain to reveal that know how much you guys manage of your product and your brand. You did touch on that. That's the yeah. thing. Uh, well, we, we've yeah. been we've been talking about that, uh, Dax, today, and 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 just again, just letting people into everything really, and kind of introducing and talking through like our teams from our promoters and 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 actually some people we haven't talked about at the moment is people who actually make the tour tick whilst on tour people like our production manager john luton people like craig and joe who do all the lighting and the staging and and also cristiano who again is our incredible uh, um, uh, sound engineer and so what's your kind of role with those guys and how you communicate with those guys sort of towards the end of the tour to make sure everything comes together and all of those teams come together from a creative director, stroke, choreographer type role? Uh, I think the the set and the lighting is always underestimated um, from like the audience don't realise how much goes into that. Um, so for me, that's always been quite important. I think that's the creative director role. Um, and then like Cristiano has been with you guys you know, I think from day dot has he? Pretty yeah, much, yeah, yeah, pretty I, much. I, I, yeah, yeah. Um, and you guys bring a real family feel. So everyone, I don't know, it's the kind of project where you don't need to over talk. People kind of anticipate what everyone needs and comes together pretty quick. Um, yeah, but I think you know everything leans on the choreo. The lighting has to has to complement kind of the, the choreo. Everything's from the staging. You can't light up the wrong bit of stage. Do you know what I mean? Like everything. The choreo is quite important. Everything will sync up from that. Um, 
And then above that, obviously, is Cristiano with your, your vocals. I mean, your vocals are number one. Uh, if, if there's any, as you guys know, if there's anything you can't sing while dancing, we lose the dancing immediately and try and keep the um, keep the patterns. Um, I find it I, interesting how long the process is of like getting the show from an idea of the show to having the show on stage. But then it's always like panic buttons leading up to it. So it's like we'll be in production rehearsals. You'll be running through some choreography with us still. You'll be running over to the light. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Then the next day, it's just it's on the stage. Do you know what I mean? It just kind of, yeah. at the end, it just happens quick. Yeah, it's trying, to, it's trying to get that balance where you don't want to cut yourself short because, you know, these people have bought a ticket. It's not really about you guys or me or anyone else. It's about it's about the people that have that bought a ticket for their night out and you don't know what it means to them. Some people, you know, everyone's going through something in their life and this is their escapism. Yeah. A lot of your songs don't belong to you. They're nostalgia yeah. from other artists. Um, and, you know, we, you guys have a huge responsibility um, for that. You know, they're meant to leave the theatre with the same lives but with a different perspective. And you don't want to cut yourself short. Dax, but do you live near an airport? <laughs> yeah, can you hear it? <laughs> a, little, a little one out in the sticks. <laughs> um, but at the same time, you want to you want to make sure you've done every dent that, you know, no stone left unturned. It does change a lot. I mean, I was listening to you guys 15 minutes before I came on. It was, so let it snow's gone, yeah? It's not an exclusive. Not, yeah. not 100%. Not yeah. 100%. No. Um, we got... Can I can I just say um, I think we're gonna we're gonna uh, love you and leave you soon and, and and thank you very much for joining us. But I think I think it goes without saying that that um, you know you're you're really appreciated in the Overtones camp. You not only do you give us these moves that we genuinely feel, and uh, interestingly, as you as you kind of uh, touched on earlier, you know when you joined the team, we finally felt that what we were doing on stage choreographically was actually right. It was the first time we as the Overtones felt, okay, this, this is, is what we need we to be doing. Our, our well, we, we found our groove. And, safe hands, and, and uh, yeah, we, 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 we genuinely felt like we were in a, a safe pair of hands. Um, so I'd say that to you. And, and and also just above all of that, you know, we're in rehearsals and we, we're, we're standing there and we're, we're discovering the things that we need to include or incorporate within the set and within the, within the staging and within the lighting and the sound and everything else. And we literally say, oh, Dax, we need a count in our ears there. We need the lights to do this. We need, we need, smoke to come in here, whatever it is, and you're like straight on the laptop, you're bang, 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 bang. Great, leave it with me because we know that on the first day and the production rehearsals and things like that, you're going to be there working with the entire team to, to uh, you know, visually, Facilitate. sonically Facilitate. make this, yeah. this thing mm. come to life over right. and above what we do. So, mate, you're seriously appreciated and, and you know, we know that, um, you know, we, we know that we give you a hard time. We know that we have a laugh and, and it can, we can be... Um, we can be challenging to manage sometimes, but you're appreciative, mate, and thank you for... Uh, oh, thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks, now, thanks for helping us feel comfortable as well and at home. And, yeah. and I'd like to say a big shout out to you and Aston and the team at Base. You're doing great things. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to Base Dance Studios and on the new academy, giving young, well, people of all ages a, a home to go to where if they want to train in the industry and, can, and, and you know make their dreams come true. So and we're going to be expanding soon as well, Base Studios. We'll promise. We'll promise. We'll have the uh, the, the set list sorted by the next time we see you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I might um, keep listening just so I can hear any other things you've discussed. Yeah. <laughs> hey, see, Dax. See you in rehearsals. Thank next you week. so much, man. I appreciate it, brother. Guys, love you guys. Thanks, Thanks, Dax. See you love soon. You. Thank you, Take mate. Take it easy. Take it easy. Uh, he's such a 
he's such a good lad, isn't he? Like everything that he does for us. And it's so cool to hear him talk that way because I think when we, when we're usually in rehearsals, you've got that side, but equally, you know, he likes us lads and he does think we're all right, doesn't (laughs) he? I will say like we, we say choreographer, but really probably creative director is is the right term for him. Because like yeah. I, think say, it's, I think it's a bit of yeah, both, yeah. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know, totally. I mean, I mean and, and, and also, over and above Dax, I will say, like, you know, we go in and there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot mm. of pressure on our shoulders. You know, we've got a, a, a small amount of time to create the show that we're going to be putting on in front of thousands of people. There's a, 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 and, and as Dax touched on, that, that importance and the responsibility of giving people a, a, often a much-needed great night out. Um, but you know, we go into these these rehearsals and we do have a good laugh. I like I don't I, I go into rehearsal every day with you boys, and it's like I know to. that we're gonna have a crack, I know that we're gonna mess around, I know that we're gonna have a laugh, but at the same time, kind of like do the work that we need to do. It's funny, isn't it? Because they say don't work with friends, you shouldn't work with friends, but like we're not colleagues, we're friends, right? We're, yeah. we're best friends, Cristiano, friend, Dax, friend. Yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a there's a common theme there. I I I remember, and I'll, I'll just say this really quickly, but I remember uh, for the 2019 tour and all of those rehearsals, and I think there's a moment that sticks out in my mind where I was just like, I'm just so overwhelmed, yeah. you know, by the choreo and like by the thoughts of how am I going to sing and dance and do those routines, and then the the baggage of like you boys just being absolutely slick and on point. But Dax's kind of support in that and kind of bringing me up to speed was just like it was amazing. Even now. Mm coming into these rehearsals and like, you know, he's going through choreo and I'm going, and, and I'm panicking, but in the back of my mind, I'm, I've got his voice in my head going, you'll get it into your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it, and, it totally, well. and it totally does. It, he's all. so right that that kind of, it does because by the end of the, the end of the day or the end of the, you're going, oh yeah, it is in my body. I think, I feel like we skirted through some of the other members of our team who make the show Absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. So we just got to, again, just give another little mention to John Luton, who again keeps things ticking from an organisation um, administrative point of view on the tour uh, with production. We've got Craig and we've got Joe on our lighting and staging that literally scour the UK to make sure that we can find the best possible lights that fulfill our vision of what we want on stage. Mm -hmm. And then obviously Cristiano as well, our our engineer, who's making it sound the best it possibly can Mm -hmm. be for you guys. So I just want to put that out there because I feel like we're giving a whole overview about what it takes to (laughs) put on tour. um... And and also, and also, you know, like uh, at the end of the day, as as Darren said, we are all friends. Um, And, you know, know, in a touring situation, you know, we're working with people that, that are doing their job. Um, but I will say, you know, being on tour is, it can be difficult and it can be emotionally hard in the sense that, you know, you're, you're often extremely tired. You're away from home. We're away from our families. It's something that I'm, I'm um, you know, a, a little nervous about, you know, being away from my family, being away from Max and, and, and because we're on the road for a long time. But what makes it, a lot easier on a daily basis is the relationships that we form with not only between the four of us, but Tom, who we're going to be speaking to in the next episode, or um, the crew. We we have relationships with each and every one of these that makes this often difficult stage of our careers much more bearable and a lot easier. So, you know, they're, they're very much appreciated. Thanks, Mike. Actually, that's a, a brilliant way to round off this first episode of the Good Times Tour podcast. 
Um, join us for the second episode where I think we'll be talking about Jay. Yeah, we're going to be talking... About Jay? <laughs> yeah. we're to, well, we, we actually glimpsed tonight we're going to be talking about the set list um, which will go into a lot of detail uh, but also our it's special guest yes. yeah. uh, who is going to join us live in the studio in person. Won't make sense if you're listening um, but equally want to say a massive thank you to everybody that is listening and if you are Please make sure you like and make sure you share and subscribe because in doing that, you're letting us know that you're listening, first of all, and also you like what we do. So um, be sure to hit us on the socials as well if there's anything that you've got to say about the podcast. Thank you. Thanks so much, guys. Bye.